Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for this thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me today we have... Daniel, Chad Fleet. Cahill, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leyland. I'm Waffle, and Tarjuk suffered a grievous injury. Yeah, why don't you tell us a bit more about that? So basically, I'm awesome. No, that's not the injury. <laughs> that's not... No. Um, so we partially defused a bomb. <laughs> and... Tarjux got into a battle of wits with a madman. <laughs> yeah, and really, he just beat me with experience. <laughs> He's been crazy for a lot longer than I have. Um, and yeah, the bomb kind of exploded in my guts... Kind of. And now yep. I've got a cool hole in my body that's full of storms. So apparently he's trying to use Phaseo telestabilizers to create either a bomb or his own portal, which ding, ding, seems ding, like ding. he doesn't even need, but um, considering Matt, he can... Matt said what they are is he get money. <laughs> considering he can walk <laughs> through walls, disappear, and fly. Yeah. He's much more unique than the other guys. I, and I did name them there to see if, you know, DM Joe would show any recognition, but... It was then that we knew what we had to do. We had to stop all these gnomes that were coming through. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, if he gets any more phantom powers, though, we, we have to get more of this song, though. Yeah. No. Like, if he does anything ghostly, <laughs> I'm just, it's going to start right back up. That's a warning. So noted. You're already on thin ice for declaring a Reese's peanut butter cup a chip. <laughs> I didn't say it was a chip. I said, it, I said it could be considered a kind of chip. A kind of That's chip. That's the same thing as declaring it a chip. Ugh. No. All right. So then we vetoing, went to still Fibble. vetoing this conversation. We're in Fibblestiv's office. I'm shaking him by the collar. I don't remember why. No, we're we're leaving Fibblestiv's no. office. And, and he is getting he is getting himself tore up trying to explain, you know, what exactly is going on to us. Yeah, because he's now, gonna go to gnome jail for a thousand years. Now That's fine. we're going to a special called meeting of the Gnomish City Council. To, you know, apparently Hopsinopolis might be about to be blown up. Who knows? But we'll see. We'll all see. <laughs> right. So after explaining how or how Hopsinopolis stays in the air, um, Fibblestib calls a, a government cab and. You all hop in and head back to the patent office, uh, where the city council room is in a state of uproar because nobody has called for an emergency meeting in several decades, and many council members are disgruntled about having to come in at this hour because it's like oh. one in the morning. They better pack up all their fucking gruntles and <laughs> shove them in a corner until the end of this meeting. 
<laughs> no, this meeting is no place for gruntling. They're they're disgruntled. Okay, well, they have a lack of gruntles. Which gruntle? All of them. This Every one. flavor. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Fibble Stib ushers you in, and the the council room goes silent. Mayor Applejack Crumbledown is standing at his tiny podium as is he uh, as he normally is whenever you see him in the city council chamber and he says uh fibblestib i hope that you can provide some explanation as to why you have gotten us all out of bed and or the lab at one o'clock in the morning and i get ready to jump up onto the podium like i did last time <laughs> Is, and nobody stops me, is, so is I Is nobody do it. going to intervene here? Like, <laughs> I I jump up onto the podium and Farah. I say, "Friends, the, is terrified the dark fortress that we feared has grab- come to pass. Erky Bafflestone has returned." Farrock <laughs> was terrified that if he tried to grab Tarjux, he'd grab the missing part of Tarjux. <laughs> that would be that would be a bit of a challenge because it's not like. Like yeah, it's not like that, that, no, that doesn't matter. Like, like a oh. bowling ball. This this like this happenstance is just so incongruously sickening. It's just <laughs> mm, nope. Because um, if there was physical damage, sure, but he's fine, and that's yeah. Wrong. I feel great. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm up on the podium, standing on it, arms outstretched, shouting, "Erky Bafflestone has returned." Yea, we have seen his withered and maddened countenance with our own eyes, and we have witnessed the cruelties that he is willing to undertake. Um, and he's, he has claimed the fan, fanstabulators. He's claimed a bunch of really bad portal stuff, and oh, he's whipping up a, a nasty gumbo of evil. Applejack Crumbledown looks at the rest of you and is like, can you, can you do something about this with his eyes? <laughs> Normally I would, but I'm kind of pissed myself, so, you know. (laughs) From the junkyard, he has stolen very, very dangerous components that you people need to keep under better containers. I can get him by the legs. Hang on, I can get him by the legs. (laughs) Fazio! (laughs) That's an 18. The Fazio tells him, ah! Grab him by the legs and just, whoop! You, you firemen's carry Terrajux off the podium. Just I will like, not be silenced. You sling him over your shoulder like returned. a sack of potatoes. Heed my warning. And um, uh, Mayor Crumbledown is like, could you maybe set him outside, please? I do. <laughs> and there are, outside the council chamber, there are two gnomes wearing what looks like power armor. And (laughs) after you deposit Terrajux and go back in, they cross their spears in front of the door and push buttons and they electrify. (laughs) And I I go, ooh. (laughs) Um, So you go back in and Fibblestib is explaining the situation to the city council. And... Uh, when he gets to the part where he he tells them that 
he explains the the portal generators to you. They're like there's a lot of shouting. That... Hey, okay, I see. I was trying to keep it vague for him, but he incriminated himself. So, like that's that's his <laughs> that's his bed that he's in. Uh, there's a lot of shouting. Mayor Crumbledown has to like rummage around in the podium and produce the ceremonial gavel that he obviously has never used <laughs> and bangs it a few times to to restore the, the, order is it a real one or is it like a squeaky no it's one. a real gavel okay uh it's very fancy actually like it's got gold inlays and stuff um anyway I, I pipe up for a second when they all get quiet I was like just from an outsider's perspective either Maybe secure your dump a little bit better, or not just throw very dangerous shit away. Obviously, we've never had a situation where somebody has threatened to blow up 10 cubic miles of the city. Well, I guess it wouldn't be 10 cubic miles. It's a 10-mile diameter sphere, which would be a lot more than 10 cubic miles. Would it? What is the volume? Yeah, circles are hard. No, because and you're like you're cutting off the corners. Ten miles in diameter. Please help me, Google. Maybe if you disposed of your phaseotelestabilizers enough. It's five hundred and twenty-three point six cubic miles. Maybe if you disposed of your phaseotelestabilizers in a more safe Immediate. and secure way, you wouldn't be threatened by getting... You don't understand. We have never been threatened before in the 800-year history of Hobsonopolis in this way. Okay, that's... I mean, that's valid. You're not here. No, I'm not. (laughs) You're listening at... You're, you're like, trying to listen at the door. I'm listening on the wind. And uh, the guards are, like, pushing at you away from the door. (laughs) And I get zapped, but I'm resistant to electricity, so it's just like, eh, eh. Yeah. Um, we, we, would ha- we have no way of knowing that something like this would ever come up. No, it's unfathomable that somebody would want to destroy such a large portion of the city, or any portion of the city, really. Um, cool. Anyway, uh, Fibblestead, please continue. Um, and he, he finishes summarizing the problem... And uh, several other gnomes speak up, one of them saying that military forces have been deployed to start combing the guts for uh, Fibblestib Lufalu. Um, the Glider Corps has been... Glider Corps. The Ornithopter <laughs> Corps uh, has been called uh, largely off-sky duty to work on assisting with this because he's obviously not trying to escape the city with the parts right um yeah there's there's probably about 45 minutes of the gnomes going over like emergency protocols for trying to figure out um exactly how to locate lufalu not lufalu uh Bafflestone's workshop because he like you can't just throw together a portal generator. Um, yeah, I assume you need like hookups. You need tools and space. So it wasn't really fully explained, but why 
besides him just being mad, like batshit crazy, why, why, what does he have, you know, what caused him to go over the edge? I think that's it. Who fired him? I signed off on the paperwork, but I didn't actually ever interact with him personally. He was several, several ranks below the staff that I normally deal with, says and several ranks above where he should have been so (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure he was sane at one point in time he was a very promising research and development employee he had a lot of good ideas what constitutes a gnomish good idea just curious ones with a sub 10 percent failure rate (laughs) well i i think he found the one that had a, a Plus 10% failure rate, and, uh, well, that's the one that's stuck. On the contrary, uh, many of his theories on the far, the far realm were sound. It's just a matter of safety. Like, there's science for the sake of science, and there's science that threatens to destroy all of the prime material plane if left unchecked. Would causing badness in someone not constitute a failure rate? That wasn't our fault. He was, at the time of his firing, perfectly sane. Right, but... It, it, would the Far Realm portal causing him to go mad not can constitute a failure of the portal to be properly oh, contained? Oh, yes. There's a reason okay. that we are not using the Far Realm as a source of energy generation. Right, okay, right. Got it. Now... Fibblestib says, I know that this is going to be very controversial, and I don't have a lot of political standing, considering that I am currently a criminal in the eyes of the city council, but... (laughs) Like, he's being handcuffed as he's speaking. (laughs) And Down like, waves him and says, we'll deal with that after we're certain that the city isn't going to be consumed by whatever lives out there. How about someone and let's Tarjex back in and analyzes his stomach to see what what is out there. But Tarj, uh, Lufalu says your friend didn't interact with the Far Realm in any way. Yeah, those those uh, constabulators were not of uh, Urkel's design. <laughs> God, I'm just thrashing <laughs> these just, names. It's just nonsense. <laughs> Um, yeah, the constabulators we were using weren't, like, fucked up Far Realm beacons. They were just, like, normal, everyday, condensed space-time portals to the unknown. Yes, exactly. I'm shouting this with my face pressed up against the door. (laughs) No, so, uh, Fibblestip basically says exactly that. Like, the the Phasio Telestabilizers were not of the Far Realm. They're something produced to assist in the maintenance and construction of portal generators, but they are not, they're not in any way related to the Far Realm. He doesn't know what happened to Terrajux. He should be dead. <laughs> uh, anyway, he, he continues saying, um, like I said, I know I'm not in very, anybody's good books right now, but... We need to make use of all available resources to find Bafflestone before he either completes his generator or blows the guts out of Hopstonopolis. Yeah, we're resources. Or, sorry, 
Yeah, we're <laughs> And he he gestures to the four of you still in the room and says, we should put them on the search detail. Not only do they know what he looks like, because it sounds like he's gained a few new interesting features since he was last seen by Polite Gnomish Society, but as I'm sure Captain Humplebumple can attest, they are also capable individuals. You're going to have to make it pretty worth our while to go anywhere near a guy who could, you know, just crack open one of these things and blow us all up, so... Oh, how mercenary of you, says, uh, what's your name, that opposed your introduction into any part of Gnomish society. What was her name? Wait, what did Leland say? He he said, you're going to have to make the rewards pretty good to get us to do anything for you. (laughs) I mean, yeah, valid. Uh, Ellie Bell Horcus Porcus. It's like, oh. Oh, a fucking Horcus Porcus. How mercenary of you. There's a city with tens of thousands of individuals in danger and you want gold. You put us in danger. We were told, oh, you're adventurers. You're in danger every day. Yeah, we also get paid every day. Do you? <laughs> we were oh, told. Them. We were told. The only oh, thing we won't take is sapphires. <laughs> we were told to go figure out this simple heist. Oh, just, you know, hide, hide in the dump and snatch them when they come out. No one mentioned anything about, you know, bombs and interdimensional planes and everything else. We were just trying to help out. Yes. Just like we're going to do right now. And Balrock turns Leyland around and walks Grabs up. him by the legs. <laughs> Grab him by the legs, too. Don't make me. Okay. Uh, Leyland, you are frog-marched out of the room. <laughs> that was the I wrong can't time believe I was kicked prices. out of the same meeting Tarajux was. <laughs> Looks like you guys are more in common than you thought. (laughs) All right. That's my villain speech to Leyland. It's just like, we're not so (laughs) different. We're brothers, you and I. (laughs) Where do we start our search? Where are we authorized to go? The difference is that I see the truth. I've let myself go feral. (laughs) I can see you now. You've got to be the one to start him Bafflestone. (laughs) Erky Bafflestone has no class. When I go mad, it is an artistic performance. When he does it, it's just like a, a dog flailing around in a garbage bag full of pudding. Okay. So, <laughs> where so, do we start? Falrock, Ched, and Desmond, you are still in the council chamber, and uh, Mayor, Mayor Crumbledown says, we would certainly appreciate the assistance if you can provide it. We went in the right direction. Where to start? We'll get you guts authorization, and there is a wave of <laughs> dissent from the council chamber. And he bangs the gavel and says, "No, dadgummit! This is a state of national emergency. I have emergency powers. You all can shut up. I'm tired of this bureaucracy. We need to get this problem fixed now." And there's my man. A couple beats of silence. And he says, we'll get you Gut's authorization and uh, have you sent down to comb some of the older sections of the city. Uh, 
you, of course, are all welcome to not participate if you wish. And he looks at Chet and Desmond, who have remained silent this whole time. He says, your friend certainly seems uh, like he wishes to help, but I am not certain that he speaks for all of you. Chad got I'm, distracted by a small prey animal. I'm I'm keeping my receipts. We're indoors. <laughs> there can be mice indoors. Technically, gnomes are small prey animals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Chad. I don't know. Chad is, Chad is interested in helping, but would also like some help from the gnomes in figuring out a way to beat guy because we may be capable but we haven't faced anything like this before and we're (laughs) yeah a handful of magical items that they wanted like test or something would be nice i shout (laughs) through the door maybe something that's been tested a little bit first (laughs) (laughs) it's ready for a field run it's fine i um i shout through the door i'm like give us a gun that shoots ice so we can put ice on one of the balls if he tries to blow us up again give us an ice gun the guards push you back is. from the door. Give us yeah. a gun gun. <laughs> give us, give us a, a freeze ray. Give us a wand of catapult. Just, Just something. Like, if you've got anything. Night vision it, goggles. No, no, let's make them convert all our sapphires to solid gold or platinum <laughs> or some shit. And we'll make our own minting device. How is that going to help with the mission? That's not, that's not what we're Who doing. needs help with the mission? You've got me. <laughs> You can't even banish things. <laughs> but he, he is a technically a gun that shoots ice. Give me a minute. All I gotta do is ask nicely. <laughs> um, Crumbled Down uh, strokes his beard and he's like, that's not an unreasonable request. We're going to have several, many, most of our labs looking into ways to try and bring him back into phase, but this will be challenging without reasonable test subjects. We'll we'll figure it out. That's what we do. Ah, I've... See? Played on their emotions. The rational <laughs> testing emotions. So, test subject, phasing. Hmm. Uh, hey, you have storage powers. I want time powers. It's fine. Right, no, but I'm saying, like, am I considered out of phase or not? Yes. I, I probably not, so. but just like yeah, I don't know. Part of you's out of phase, right? Right, that's what I'm wondering. Um, he he continues. He says, "Take three hours. Supply yourselves from your ship. Touch base." Well, I thought spells. he was going to say, "Go to the store and grab whatever you no. want." No, <laughs> you guys don't get to grocery like, oh, shop. shopping spree. <laughs> All right, we'll stock up on mayonnaise. We'll meet you back here in ten. Yeah. Meet. You'll you'll meet the gnome in charge of your sector for the search here, and he gives you directions to a portion of the city that is far deeper than anything you have been to thus far. We will have some things that we think may assist with containing Bafflestone. Although, obviously, they are untested with regards to the current situation. But we'll, we'll do what we can. <laughs> um, and he says, if there is nothing else that 
uh, you need to report, I would recommend that you gear up and uh, head to the rendezvous points at the appropriate time. We still have much to discuss here. Now we will. We yep. Can you hear me yelling from outside? What we need to report? They don't yes. tell us anything. Embrace it, Leyland. Don't you just want to go feral? <laughs> I want answers. Don't you just want to let the shackles off? <laughs> All right. I am. I am going to prepare banishment. Just remember, it's my only fourth level spell, and I had to give up control water for that. You realize how important that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, unless we break another sphere of infinite water, I think this is going to be more useful. Okay. Water's my thing, all right? Like, right, I but it's like... Brand. Banishment can, is not... <laughs> you can flavor it. Be like, oh, a big watery hand grabs him and then vanishes. <laughs> flavor. him in the dick and he disappears. I'm okay with that. <laughs> he just doubles over on himself and vanishes. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like... It's like he's going down the drain of a bathtub, but into nothing. Yeah. And then when he reappears, we'll be on all sides of him with, like, tasers. <laughs> you bumped into us. <laughs> yeah. I think part of going back to Teliferous, I think we should undock it and move it away a little bit from the city. So he can't just, just... phase walk directly inside? Yeah. No, more so just in case things go wrong. <laughs> in case the entire city is destroyed. I like that you could clearly hear Matt enunciating the capital letters there. <laughs> Things go wrong. I uh, mean, that's typically the title of any one of our This could potentially encounters. be Wherein Things Go Wrong, Part 3. Yeah. Are we only on Part 3? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we could have named every episode of this campaign Wherein Things Go Wrong. Wherein Things Continue Except to Go Wrong. Except for the one where nothing bad happens in this episode. Yeah. So yeah, let's go back to the Teliferous. You we do that. Go back to Teliferous. Presumably, the situation is explained to Leyland and Terrajux on the way. Yeah. As soon as they walk out, I'm like, so how much are they paying us? And I, I put on my aviators and I go, impossible odds, short deadline, no problem. They're going to look at giving us magical items that would help us in the defeat and or capture. Oh, what if we get an ornithopter? What? That's How what I'm going to spend my Christmas wish no. on. No. <laughs> I, want, I want the gnomish gonna... equivalent of an F-22. Yeah, one, they're not going to just give that to Two, it wouldn't help us. Yeah, but what if we're in, like, a daring chase? He's through the ground? Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, Chad. <laughs> I just want an ornithopter. World's first drilling ornithopter. Yeah. We'll just put Fall Rock on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong donk kill. Anyways. Yeah. Um... Uh, so we go to Teliferous, I explain to Basil and Ivy that, like, my explanation is just basically, shit's fucked, everything might get more fucked, we're gonna move the Teliferous further away. <laughs> so it doesn't get fucked. <laughs> and they, like, this is normal for them now. This happens yeah, literally like, every oh, okay. time you go out and come back. Yeah. 
Um, so so Ivy, what, like Ivy is mile... making like spaghetti, and Basil is working on herbs <laughs> for the sauce. And she's like, "We won't, we won't make anything for you then today." <laughs> Great, thanks. <laughs> Wait, they're doing this at like one a.m. <laughs> Look, have botanists. You... What do you expect? It's been a long day of botany. <laughs> I mean, I'll take a to-go. I'll, I'll take a... I'll, I'll brown bag you it. You want I mean... Ivy to pack us a sack lunch for when we save the world? Yes. Yeah, that's fair. The name of this um, episode is going to be Sack Lunch for the Apocalypse. <laughs> uh, I go upstairs and I print out uh, some pancake mix and some syrup. And I make uh, Leyland a hearty breakfast. That's not... That's not how that works. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So I, I put the um, explody bomb orb. Do we want to throw this in the reactor or save it for destroying the Valor of Jux? Is there any way to? Can't we get it like, you know, scanned or whatever to see? Or was, I, didn't Basil do that or something? Yeah, I could throw it in front of Basil and have him use identify. He might go blind, though. <laughs> Whatever. I just I stick it under my bed for now. That'll be a Chekhov's gun for later. Oh my god. No. No. I'm, I'm calling shenanigans here on this one. You just spent 20 minutes berating the gnomes for just throwing it into a junkyard. Undefended. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm Tarajux Heiko. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Matt here. I said we were going to take one. It could come in handy. Yeah, we're responsible. Right. Adult turns the corner. Why do you have that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! The fun patrol is here. Really? Cut you in half. Why yeah. So here? if anyone has rights to it, it's me. No. I feel right. a kinship with this device. <laughs> Look, Farrock. It'll be useful later. As easy as it is to take these, half the gnomes in the city could be walking around with them. Why did you smuggle that out? I just put it in my backpack. It wasn't smuggling. Nobody asked me if I still had it. I'm pretty sure you were still throwing up. (laughs) (laughs) A lie by omission is not really a lie. It's tantamount. Yeah, so I I just, um, I just, like, stick it in, like, under my bed. I guess. I have some other stuff down there. <laughs> I like drape a cloak over it. Maybe somewhere where it's not gonna roll around or anything. Yeah, no, like... I like I, I pile some stuff around it. Oh, but I flip the ship upside down sometimes. Hmm. That that's yeah, you're right. an incredible amount of forethought. <laughs> Are we gonna like bungee cord this thing and suspend I, it? I was gonna say months. we need to like put some tape around it so it can't turn. Has tape been invented in this universe? I'm sure. <laughs> Alright, first I invent tape. <laughs> Done. <sighs> Done. Anyways. No no protest from Joe means it's easy. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's going to take you significantly more than the two and a half hours you have before the rendezvous <laughs> to invent tape. Damn it. <laughs> what if we all work on it? No. All right. Wait, hang um, on. What? Oh, hang. Mm. I put it somewhere safe. What? What if we need it? What if we? What? Do it? Fall rock. 
Well, it, look, all right, we've got it. I'm not happy we've got it. But what <laughs> if a, a semi-working one is all we need to stabilize whatever concoctions down there? Oh, like maybe they need this final constabulating fibrizer to... Maybe, maybe they've got like 11 set up and 12 is stable and will shut it down. I don't think that's how portal generators work, but... But do you uh, know? No, I don't know anything. Okay, well, I... How can I'm we very... know anything in this flailing clusterfuck of an existence? I, okay. Oh. You are, you are oh. getting perilously close to just being Erky Bafflestone for real. <laughs> I, I, I just, it. I don't, I do not want to leave this thing on Deliverus. It's, look, okay, where is a safer location than a place that is scry-proof, teleport-proof, and defended by two badass botanists and a swarm of exploding bees? And is hovering in the middle of nowhere. Like, that's better than any bank vault on Aldrax. I mean, yes, but... Aldraxia? I always forget which is the continent and which is the shitty kingdom. Aldraxia is the continent. Okay, Aldraxia. Jux. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I don't I don't like it being here. I, what, it's an where implication else of our theft. Okay, but it's like Fall Rock. Either it's here or it is next to us. We get pummeled all the time in fights. What if it falls out in the middle of the fight and Erky Bafflestone is like, oh, good, and he just picks it up and blows us all up right then and there. The final piece to... Yeah, and he's like, oh, you've brought me the key. And we're like, we sure did. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. To make you feel better, you can carry it. I'm okay off. taking along the explodey orb. I just, like, when it falls, when, like, you get thrown down 18 flights of stairs and it blows up and we all die... And we're in, like, the hellish afterlife that the hatchling blood has bequeathed upon us. I don't want you to look at me and move your eyebrows a nanometer. Oh, no, I'm going to look at the camera and I'm going to shrug. <laughs> and you don't get to say shit. <laughs> great. All right. Um, we're taking the bomb. Here. No, we're, you just made that great argument for leaving it here. We're leaving it here. Damn it. That's... <laughs> Even have it. I, I go and I revise my reverse psychology checklist on Fall Rock. <laughs> Too effective. <laughs> Fall Rock writes down a note to find a way to de-steal the orb. Yeah, I assumed that Fall Rock wanted to bring it along so that he could secretly like give it back to Fibblestim. <laughs> no, but honestly, Farrakh, like Farrakh's idea anything, of this could be the one. Throw it in the or the reactor. That's what uh, I was thinking. That'll let that'll let Tiliferous teleport. Yeah. Is <laughs> that what will happen? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to find out. Alright. <laughs> uh, everybody wall. grab your why don't, why don't we have Basil look at it? Tell us, you know, how many bars we're gonna get. We'll do that and... later. We'll do that if we survive this. Because right now more bars and Tiliferous doesn't really matter. And if it ever ends up mattering, it'll be a really cool dramatic moment where we're like, oh, we need one more bar of power. Throw in the orb. And then the tree just... just <laughs> and the tree <laughs> just implodes. Yep. Uh, everybody grab your stuff. Get your full gear. Somebody better have that Hang fucking on. gun. I was about to ask for it. 
Give me the gun. I give Leyland the gun. It's happening! <laughs> we need... We, I, I don't have streamers. I, I left them in the other room. Hang on. This is, this is our Chekhov's gun moment. I have no idea what the stats are on this thing. or It doesn't or matter. Anything. Literally, all you have to do is if anybody ever goes prone, walk up next to them and use all but one charge on them. There are conveniently... <laughs> Uh, our stats for the gun in the podcast ideas folder under yeah cool I'll go items. I'll go dig that up if it's relevant okay uh, Desmond I assume you are spending this time in prayer with a cool I'm item. having to ask nicely for new toys yes yeah. <laughs> um, there's you can you can feel a sense of like amusement that you are yeah. induced to this mm-hmm. but it's like gentle motherly amusement which is probably Uh, worse which makes it worse yeah (laughs) and you are of course granted the the spells that you desire hooray hooray you say as you chug another beer yep (laughs) uh ched swapping anything up nope okay I put on my pauldron. <laughs> okay. You do so. I don't have any, like, magic weapons or anything to equip, so it's just like, yep, still just me. Wait, uh, what is the thing, Ched, that like, you're like, oh, if only I had readied that spell? Uh, but... That was meld with stone. Oh, I feel like a uh, hold person kinda... might also be cool here. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, I brought confusion because I didn't know what <laughs> kinds. I didn't know if it was going to be a single powerful person or a group of people. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, DM's pro tip: probably not going to work on him. Yeah. <laughs> say, he's, he's I, more <laughs> I figured it would make him more clear-headed. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, confusion just make makes him all emotions. Look at him all emotions. He'll be like, I, I need to go see my son. He's about to graduate. <laughs> he just like he just passes the orb off to Desmond. He's like, "Thank you. I'm gonna go live my life." And then we surround him and beat him with tasers. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody outfoxes Tarjux Heiko and lives to tell, except like everybody. Yeah, except most people. Except everybody we meet. I was about to say Inky. Bafflestone is the latest example for you. Yeah, so. well, he's, his days are numbered. I just don't know if the number is really big or really small. <laughs> um, I grab my wand. Maybe I can bluff with it later. Uh, I drop off the True Church ledger and stuff in case I get vaporized in a 10-mile-wide explosion so that, like, someone can continue that stuff. All right, to to be clear, the radius of the explosion would have been the chain reaction of all of the phaseo telestabilizers going off at once. Okay. So, so what's one of them? One of them would probably oh. be smaller, but you don't know exactly how small. Okay. But remember, he has a lot of them. He, yeah, he, he took like 15 to 20 with him. And he <laughs> and he's already stolen them before. So there's right. no telling how many he has. Oh yeah, that's a fair point. He would, or if they're all in one place. 
Oh. All right. Um, I'm ready to go then. We arrive back at the meeting point, armed and ready. I have war paint on. So, you hop in a cab. Which, in Jux, is a little heart on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just walking. I'm walking around with the, the gun, just carrying it, like, resting it against my my shoulder, you know? Kind of pointed backwards or whatever. Yeah. Doesn't it just, like, isn't it just like a floating crystal? Yeah. I honestly don't remember. Oh. When, uh... When the half crystal elf used it, it was it just like floated over his shoulder. Right. When we use it, do you have to like hold it like an implement, or is it hands free? No, you you will have to hold it because you are not in tune with the crystals. We got to get a Bluetooth uh, adapter for this thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you get in a spider cab, and it takes you down through the trenches to an even more dense portion of the city and eventually um you have to get off the cab and start walking because it becomes too confined for large carriages did we hit the guts yes you are now in the guts so if you have uh, upper hopstonopolis the crust um it's like new york city right the trenches are lower coruscant the guts more closely resemble the interior of a starship. So it's lots of corridors and larger rooms with doors leading off of them. It's more like you're inside a building than a portion of the city. Okay. So uh, the cab drops you off at the closest access point to your rendezvous. And um, there are a pair, again, of the of the power armor guards standing at the, the entryway to the guts. Oh, we should have asked for power armor. They do <laughs> not have any that fits you. Oh, good point. Yeah. Damn it. Um, One day. <laughs> and they stand aside to let you in because you're obviously the only group of five non-gnomish adventurers. <laughs> yeah, we don't exactly have to relay a password. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you enter the guts, and again, so it's these these long, cramped corridors that are uh, surprisingly well lit. Like it's it's more fluorescent in here than the the sodium orange of the trenches. Um, I hate this. Yeah, it's probably not ideal for. for I okay. I, I do the typical like Tarjux test, and I stretch out my arms to either side, and if either of them touch anything, I'm like, mm, nope, too small. The corridors aren't that cramped. They're probably oh, okay. like fifteen to twenty feet wide usually. Right. You just T pose walking down this yeah. hallway. Yeah. You T pose. You like punch Leolin <laughs> in the shoulder, and your arm is resting on your other arm is resting on Falrock's head. And I'm like, ah, ah, there's people around me. Um. But yeah. So it's it's not cramped, but it is not open. Well, so... I don't like it, but. As long as it's not too long. And yeah. as long as we're not down here for week. two weeks. <laughs> yeah. The uh, occasionally you'll come across larger rooms that are like more open spaces. Um, sort of uh, hubs 
for access to different portions of the guts. Mm -hmm. And it seems like uh, everything down here is functional. Like there isn't really much aesthetic left anymore. There's a lot of um, pipes and stuff, but the architecture is all very clean for the most part. Makes sense. This portion of the city is run by engineers. And after walking for a bit, you eventually arrive at um, a group of gnomes that aren't, they're not wearing the power armor, but they're, they're wearing gear that is better than anything you've seen on, like, the uh, ornithopter pilots or anything like that, or the, the standard city guard that you've occasionally come across uh, in your travels around the city. Mm -hmm. And there is a single uh, gnome there that seems to be directing things. And as you approach, she turns around and says, Ah, the outsiders. Great. That's us. Well, uh, you got here just on time. Here is a map of the guts that you will be searching and she hands you a map and there is like there are large sections of it that are just like unlabeled gray blocks um, figured half of it it would say like classified or something redacted yeah <laughs> there, she says, uh... this portion uh isn't particularly well used people don't come down here very often so we figured it's probably a potential likely candidate for uh, Bafflestone's HQ. Yeah, that checks out. Mm -hmm. uh, as Where... a result, it's not super well mapped, but there should be enough information on here for you to at least come up with a decent search pattern. Where are we in relation to uh, the dump where he stole... Right, where, you know where he stole the phaseo telestabilizers from. Make a survival check. Okay. Because the entire ceiling is collapsing. <laughs> yeah, and you total, need to survive. <laughs> total total nineteen. It's um at your best guess. It's it's not directly over you, but you are pretty close to it. Which is another reason it was chosen as a, a potential search site. Mm. <clears throat> and she so, yes uh, the thing about this like Ched is going to be invaluable down here I assume because he has as I understand it like perfect awareness out to 100 feet in all directions um his tremor sense will be pretty useful down here yes uh, what's the range oh, on it I guess I is my it's question 100. it's not 100 um I don't I don't know if have you guys have done like any testing on that while you've been no no messing around, but it's like at least thirty feet. It hasn't come up in a while. No. Okay. Well, either way, like that'll be useful for finding like hidden corridors and stuff. Yes. So I think Ched should probably be like first or second. The the gnome in charge uh, sticks out her hand. She says, I'm Waywalk at Knuckle Stamp. I'll be your contact point for the search operation. Um, good to have you aboard, Knuckle Stamp. Good to have you aboard. This is, this is my operation. Let me make that very clear. Right off the bat. Look, I don't care so long as we get this bastard. Right. Anyway, 
Um, rank, standing, all that matters, and I point upwards, is is the people living their innocent lives up there. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> she goes over to a crate and um, kind of kicks it in your direction a little bit. It doesn't move very far because it's kind of heavy. Um, and she says, we've got some stuff in here that has been effective when used against creatures from the ethereal plane, which overlaps significantly with the prime material. I don't know how much plane theory you guys have. Very little. Functionally, it's force effects, things that cause magical force walls or... Um, magical missiles, very common force effect. These things have been shown to be effective against creatures that are out of phase with the prime material with regards to the ethereal plane. We're not sure how well they'll work on somebody who seems to be attuned to the far realm, but it's the best we could do on short notice. Sounds good. Uh, so rummage through there, take anything you think you'll need. And uh, your, your search region is through this door and she points to one of the doors i start rummaging yep. what do we find so there are several wands in there um that are that are marked with uh like little comets on the side that okay. you guess are probably wands of magic missile when you say several i mean there are four of them okay uh, there is a cube that has, uh, different markings on each of its six faces. Oh, no. Oh, it's a cube of force. What else makes force effects? I'm spitballing I... here, in case you didn't realize that. Um, force cage? <laughs> uh, a mobile fortress can do I'm force not... damage if you yeah, open a wrong. fortress. No. Hey, if you open it in a smaller area, it's worse damage. Getting ex getting expelled from stone causes force damage, I think. Well, they don't have anything that pries people out of stone magically in the box. Okay. Um, there are a couple of bracers in there um, that have a, a button, and um, she points at them and says, these will produce a very short-time shield that... Uh, if pointed in the, the direction of an attack, should be able to soften the blow if they're not entirely on the prime material. I think Falrock Fall and I should each take one, perhaps, since we're usually the two in front. Seems likely. Um, what else is in there? Oh, and there's, there's a pair of manacles that are... Oh, good. Yeah. Um... That have been like there's a bunch of gnomish writing kind of inscribed along the outside and she says we have no idea if these will work but it's the the best thing we have short of like requisitioning an iron flask out of deep storage which <laughs> i mean it'll do for now yeah yeah okay Let's, uh, let's head have, into that dark zone. Do you have any questions before you go? Can we kill this guy? If that's Not what it like takes... physically can we kill this guy. Are we allowed to kill this guy? 
if that's what it takes, if that's what's necessary to stop him from activating a portal to the Far Realm in our city, then yes. Okay, second question. If there is a portal to the Far Realm in the city and it's doing like a grindy, clanky, spooky boot-up sequence, then you how do we stop that? Because you can't. What do you mean you can't? The only quick and easy way of preventing a portal like that from starting up would be to damage the the generator producing it and that carries the risk of a exploding and killing everybody around it including taking a chunk out of the city or b causing the portal to expand out of control and possibly consume the entirety of hopsonopolis and or this planet and or the prime material Okay, that's slightly worse. <laughs> so, Any? rather Could than another yes. portal contain that portal? She. What if we make them fight? <laughs> she like she squints at you. And she, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Leyland, what are you talking about? <laughs> Look, we 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 we've gotten like a ten minute lecture on this so you know we we don't we don't exactly have a lot of background um, knowledge gosh i guess other other stuff here if we find some of these telefabulator destabilizers she physically winces uh, <laughs> phaseo telestabilizers right yeah the fizz bang hujawetchets do we like let's say we find a stash of them but uh um Erky's nowhere to be found what do we do with them do you want us to send them back up or can we call in a team how do you want us to dispose of these take them as payment collect them and bring them back for proper proper disposal if you happen across them at this stage i i sincerely doubt that Battlestone has not yet started to integrate them into the superstructure of the generator. Sure, sure. Proper disposal meaning let's just go and toss Lay them in another junkyard. Get it. Messed up. Again, I'll remind you that you are perfectly okay with Terrajux just throwing it under his bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, the gnomes work in a slightly different way than us. They... They have a different, you know, way of doing uh, things that are maybe not the absolute safest. But, you know, we, we have to respect that and we have to just push on. It's no use crying over the past. Just do what I do and keep running from it, moving forward, never look back. It, does that generator have, like, any other telltale, like, stuff that's got to go into it? Like, big vats of cool bubbling fluid or... Like it needs a whole bunch of coal. has been stealing parts from around the city for several months now in small doses. This is the he's probably close to finishing his portal. The phaseo telestabilizers would be some of the last things to go into it. So it's probably going to be in a larger room with plenty of space to work in. It will likely be uh, roughly the size of a, a small building. There'll be lots of wires and strong magical energy signatures if you're capable of detecting those 
basically, right. and the, the portion of the guts that you're going into, it isn't inhabited. It's mostly machinery or <laughs> defunct uh, residences from when we originally lifted the city off. Makes sense. So you all don't have any like detectors or radars that can pick up any of the Well, we have component. Locate Object. There's a lot of magical interference down here from the actual portal stabilizers of the uh, the actual portal generators of the city. Gotcha. It's difficult. So I'm for thinking we alternate between Desmond doing detect magic and whoever can do find object doing find object. I, I can. We, we know what these orbs look like, so we can. I mean, you've held one, or you touched one, or you were near one. Yeah. So we just go in the orbs and we find our guy. And I think with that, we descend into the labyrinthian industrial hellscape. The lower intestine. Yum. You go to the, the door that was indicated by Waywalket and slide it open. And you see a, dimly, a dim fluorescent lit corridor. And that's where we'll stop. So thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of D&D. Um, this has been interesting. It's gone more or less in the direction I thought it would, which is nice, because <laughs> now I can work off of the plans that I originally had. Instead of I, I fully expected the previous episode to just go completely off the rails. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but it didn't, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. Uh, I've been Joe, your Dungeon Master for this exciting episode. Uh, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts, and our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. Joining me today, we had... Daniel, playing Chet Fleek. Kahal playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock and I need a better word for unsteal. <laughs> Return? No, that, that doesn't do it justice. <laughs> I'm Matt and I'm Leolin and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle and I play Tarajux. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye.